welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 38 And I want to talk New Year's resolutions with you today. Yeah, I know. If you're listening to this as it goes live, you're going to say, come on, Zoe, it's only just coming into September. How can you be talking New Year's resolutions at this time of year? Well, that's because I find that the academic school year is actually a really good time to be thinking of our goals and our New Year resolutions. Starting in the new year, There is so much research that shows we are actually going to fail. Well, not every single one of us with every single one of our goals, but there is a huge amount of research that shows that most of us give up on our goals by the time we've got to the end of January. So what's the point in us using January as a time for New Year's resolutions? Instead, I think we should be using September So let's change the world and all have our New Year's resolutions starting on the 1st of September. Are you with me? Okay, so there's two angles I want to take with this. Now, the first one is about the actual goals, the New Year's resolutions that you create for yourself. There is some research that has been developed by Harvard many years ago now that showed that people who write down their goals are going to be the people who have a greater chance of success. If then you are simply thinking about what your goals are going to be, what what it is you're going to aim for by, let's say, by Christmas, you are less likely to achieve that goal if you haven't written it down. There are also people who believe that if you do a weekly rewrite of your goals, so that doesn't necessarily mean changing the wording, but it does mean writing them down again, there is also a greater chance of you hitting the goal because it's kind of like you're reminding yourself what it is you're aiming for. Now, I want to give you some really simple New Year's resolutions for this September onwards. And these are ones that will genuinely help you to get your head into your writing, whatever kind of writing it is you're going to do. So just three little things we're going to use here. The first one is declutter. Now that could be decluttering your mind. So if your mind is full of loads of ideas, here's an excuse to go and buy a notebook. I know I'm not the only one who is a a lover, an absolute lover of stationery. I love notebooks so much. I went on a bookbinding course and learned how to do bookbinding so that I don't have to buy more notebooks. But guess what? I make my own and I buy notebooks. So now I have loads of them. Anyway, get that notebook out and just empty your head of all the ideas. Now that might be ideas for the novel that you're writing or it might be ideas for different stories. Maybe it's short stories, flash fiction, maybe it's some poetry. This isn't about writing the thing. This is about just getting the idea out of your head and on paper, putting it somewhere, keeping it somewhere. So that's one form of decluttering. The other is, what are you actually like in terms of your workspace? Now that could be your workspace on your computer or your physical workspace, your desk. Is it cluttered with loads of stuff? And it really does help us with our resolutions 
if we declutter the space around us. So I want to give you a little challenge, and that is to declutter your head and your space through September and see if you can declutter 100 things. Now that could be, I'm going to give you some examples. So that could be old notes for things that you're not actually going to use. Maybe you've got them scribbled scribbled down on some post-it notes. Throw them away if you're not looking at them. I had some stuff hanging around on my notice board that I never bothered looking at. I've now put things on my notice board that are more inspiring for my writing rather than telling me what to do with my writing. So see if you can declutter 100 things. Throw away stuff that is no good to you anymore or put it away somewhere where it's not cluttering up your head. If you've got loads of ideas in your heads, then you're going to put that Actually, that sounded like I think you've got lots of heads. <laughs> if you've got loads of ideas in your single head, <laughs> we're not doing Zaphod Beeblebrox here. So put those ideas down into the notebook and get them stored somewhere. I also do things when I'm doing a, a declutter. I do things like I get rid of all the receipts that are cluttering up my purse, throw away the ones I don't need to keep, store the ones and enter them onto my um, Excel spreadsheet for my accounts I get those out of my purse, out of my handbag, stick them into my folder for inputting onto the Excel spreadsheet. So do that kind of thing as well. Also have a look to see whether you've just got stuff that's cluttering up your life. We recently decided that we were going to declutter some of our wardrobes so that we've thrown out some of the clothes. And do you know, I know I'm never going to be a size 10 or a size 12 ever again in my life. Why am I pretending that to myself? It's just crazy. So I have decluttered those size 10 and 12 clothes, given them to my daughter and told them to sell, told her to sell them on Vinted and make a bit of money for herself. So just look at other things as well, but certainly focus on your writing world and declutter those things that are getting in the way. The idea behind the decluttering is that it helps to free up our brain. So that's number one for your first resolution. The second one is define what success is for you. Get really clear on what your current success is. This isn't about getting a published novel necessarily. This is about what will you have as your success by Christmas, by Easter, by this time next year. And just jot down some very easy success points that you can give yourself as milestones. So I've got a milestone at the moment that by the time I go on a writing retreat that I've got booked for the end of October, I want to be in a place where book two is with my agent. I'm not 100% certain I'm going to finish that for some personal reasons, but I do think I'll be in a state where I can share it with her around that date. So if I miss it by a week or two, it's a self-imposed deadline for myself anyway, but that will be a success measure for me. So define your success and that will help you understand what your new year resolutions are going to be from the 1st of September this year. And then the third one is to identify those learning gaps that you've got so that you can understand what it is that you will do to develop your knowledge. You cannot improve if you're not going to actually put yourself out there to learn. So if you're just fighting at the moment to get this all done, whatever this is for you, if you're fighting to get it done without doing any learning, you're probably making life quite hard for yourself. So that's your third one for you to do around your your uh, New Year's resolutions. 
So what you've got there is to declutter, define your success, and then to finally understand your learning gaps and what you're going to do to learn. Incidentally, if you've not got the money to go off and pay for a writing retreat or courses, there are loads of podcasts now that will help help you and support you. But you've also got people like Emma Darwin, who's got masses on her on her blog. So go and have a look at what Emma Darwin has produced. I will put her the link to her website, to her blog, in the show notes so that you can access that really easily. Okay, so those are the three things that are going to help you to have some New Year's resolutions for yourself around your writing. But I said that there were two angles to this. Okay, so the second angle is to have a look at the people you surround yourself with. Now, this is really critical. There's, again, some Harvard research that shows that we have a greater chance of success if we surround ourselves with people who are also focused on success. So have a look and see who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you just working with people or communicating with people, or having friendships with people who are negative and always talking about how dreadful this process of writing is? Or are you surrounding yourself with people who are on that same journey of development and progression and wanting to be better than they are today? Who are you mixing with? I found that at times in my life where I've been surrounded by negative people, my thoughts go far more negative than I really am. So I am somebody who I actually do like thinking positively. I reframe to think of things in a positive way, even when things are negative for me in my life. We actually can be really positive if we have a positive mindset, but be pulled down into a negative mindset by the people that we are associating with. And that has been researched. It's not just my opinion on that. It's my experience as well. But, you know, if we are prepared to do something about that, cut people out of your life who pull you down or reduce the amount of time that you spend with them. My mum is somebody who can be really negative and there are times where I have to reduce the amount of time that I give her. So I'm her carer or I have been until very recently her carer and I would have to do things like put positive uh, podcasts on as I walked home from caring for her just to change my thinking back into being positive or I would go in, do the caring for her and leave her because she was being so negative It was impacting on me and I couldn't give her as much of my time. At the moment, even though she's moved into a home that she didn't want to go into, she's actually really positive just now. So I'm finding she's good company for the type of brain functioning that I need to do right now in terms of being positive. So this is something that is critical to your successes. And if you need to have people around you who are positive and you haven't got that right now, follow me on all the social media as at Zoe Richards UK and tell me that you want to be in my circle to be able to surround yourself with positive people. If you're in Liverpool on the 6th of September, I'm going to a book signing for Sarah Moorhead's book, The Treatment, which is amazing, by the way. Um, If you are in Liverpool or around Liverpool, come and join me. I'm happy to have a chat with you and be really positive with you about the journey of working towards getting your work in progress finished. So think about who are you surrounding yourself with and look at changing, moving away from negativity and looking for those people who think positive. By the way, I don't find it's enough to simply use the positive memes. Yes, they're great, But, you know, just think of things like where people have the the memes around be kind, 
But do you know what? Even when people post be kind, they can still do things that are really nasty and unpleasant. So it's not just about posting memes that are positive or using quotes that are positive. It genuinely is about looking for the people you can put into your life who will be positive around you. Now, if you're struggling with that and you're in a a difficult season of life, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to be kind about the fact you are in that season of life that is tough. So I said before that I'm probably going to struggle hitting my self-imposed deadline at the end of October with book two in the hands of my agent. That's because I've got something going on around the season of life. So my mum's uh, flat has had to be emptied. Oh my goodness, I empathise with people who've done that in the past because it's not easy, particularly as I'm on my own doing that. I'm just being kind because that's where I'm at. That's the season of life that I'm in. When we don't recognise the season of life we're in, we tend to get into those negative thoughts. And there's something that I think you'll find quite interesting linked to all of this. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, many years ago, created something called the Transitions Curve. And it's about self-esteem and the change that we go through from hearing some bad news to being able to manage and deal with that bad news through to having our self-esteem at a higher place after we've handled with that situation that we've been in. Now, we can all find ourselves going through this transition curve, even if the change is a positive change, because it impacts on us. I'll put a link in, I think it'll probably be something like a wiki link for you in the show notes so that you can see the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross work. But it's really interesting to see how we can go into these negative slumps Even when we know about the transition curve, we will still find ourselves in these kind of slumps. But one of the problems that we could encounter is if we have one change after another, after another, after another, we may have a stacking of these transition curves going on. If we're then surrounding ourselves with those negative people, with those stacked transition curves, we're making our lives difficult for ourselves. That's why it becomes incredibly important that we surround ourselves with positive people. So there you go. This is all the stuff around having your New Year's resolutions starting from the 1st of September, an odd time of year for you. And I really do think you'll find it helpful to do that decluttering, to think about your success, to look at your learning gaps and start working on identifying what you're going to do to fill those learning gaps and to think about who's in your life and who are you surrounding yourself with and start looking at what you can do to increase the number of people around you who are positive. So I hope that's been helpful today to think about having a New Year's resolution in September rather than in January. If you want to share on social media what you're doing as your New Year's resolution, then please do at me. So, you know, tag me in your social media posts. I'd love to see what you're thinking of doing for your New Year's resolutions. And if you want help in thinking about those New Year's resolutions, tag me in that as well. Okay, so I'll leave you to it for now. Happy writing and happy new resolutioning. May the words flow for you and I'll see you on the next episode.